Hey, Chris from the Mighty Decibel, welcome back. Uh, this episode, we're going to be revisiting our Hidden Gems series where we shine the light on some albums that we or bands uh, that are underrated, in our opinion. Uh, in this episode, we're going to be looking at 80s crossover thrash albums. Uh, so, you know, everybody's heard of DRI, COC, SOD, MOD, Chromags, and such. Uh, but today we're going to be focused on bands uh, that aren't as well known, but should be, in my opinion. Uh, and uh, just before we get started, uh, a few things. First of all, a uh, quick note on, um, you know, what is the difference between thrash metal and crossover, or often called crossover thrash. So uh, thrash was uh, born out of the marriage of extreme slash speed metal and hardcore punk, uh, while uh, crossover thrash was uh, hardcore punk mixed with thrash metal. So bottom line here is that thrash metal starts from metal, uh, whereas the um, crossover starts from hardcore punk. Uh, and a few notes. Uh, first of all, six of these 10 albums are from uh, 1986. Uh, five of the bands that we're going to be covering are from California. thought those were interesting facts there. And uh, as usual, we'll attack this chronologically. So we started in 1986 with the first of six albums in a row from that year. Uh, so before uh, bassist Gary Meskel uh, formed Propane, he was part of the short-lived Crumb Suckers, uh, who issued two full lengths uh, before disbanding. And one of those albums was the criminally underrated uh, debut album Life of Dreams. So this is high-velocity, abrasive, quick-hitting stuff that just happens to be uh, catchy as fuck as well. Um, in my opinion, I think that uh, this album is one of the greatest crossover thrash albums of all time. Check it out. One of those bands that elicits a holy fuck response on first listen are Speedcore King's Cryptic Slaughter. So uh, they're known for some, um, some unbelievably fast, short bursts of velocity uh, that was taught by some breathless vocals that would leave the common and left in a, in a heap uh, gasping for breath. So they have four albums to their, uh, to their name. And the first two, Convicted and Money Talks, are both A1 and A2, in my opinion. Absolutely blazing stuff here. 
Next up is Sacrilege BC, a band that should be uh, better known, uh, albeit that they only had uh, two songs to the repertoire, but the debut, Party With God from 1986, kick-ass, high-quality writing throughout, serious underground thrashers and crossover freaks should check this one out. has five albums to their name but were really never able to match the intensity and songwriting depth of their debut this island earth uh, so we're uh, of course we're talking about california's dr no uh, so this is hardcore punk with thrashy vocals combative stuff with bulldozing rhythm section good stuff were Seattle's proponents of Splattercore. <laughs> so this is high-speed crossover with some crazed vocals from Lead Throat Blaine. Oh, Martha! Martha Splatterhead! <laughs> I think stuff you gotta check them out. Uh, so uh, the accused had 16 EPs and full lengths in their discography. Uh, but for me, the highlight will always be 1986's The Return of Martha Splatterhead. So this is chock full of classic accused material. 
Uh, check out Wrong Side of the Grave, Buried Alive, Martha's Revenge, the title track, and of course the immortal Fucking for Box. We go way down to Texas for our next act. It's verbal abuse. And the pick of the VA litter, uh, we're going to pick 1986's Rocks Your Liver. Uh, so it's snot nose, poke in the eye crossover that steers very close to the punk side more than the thrash side. Uh, as a side note, uh, this includes one of my fave covers of all time, an abrasive version of Elton John's Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. Back to my native Canada now for Montreal's Dead Brain Cells, or also known as DBC. Uh, so although they were short-lived and only had two albums, uh, the debut DBC is definitely worth uh, checking out. So many would uh, call this straight-up thrash or technical thrash, but I always considered them a crossover, especially given the vocals. Should have mentioned that that last album was from 1987 
And now we go forward another year to 1988, and we visit the debut from Uncle Slam called Say Uncle. Uh, so this is highlighted by huge mosh-inducing passages. Uh, so this Beverly Hills, uh, California unit was highly competent uh, musically, and they had a great snaring vocalist in Todd Moyer. We go to 1989 now for our last two albums and the first of those is the sophomore release from XL, The Jokes on You. Uh, so I consider this actually to be a progressive crossover release uh, full of inventive riffs, uh, totally original stuff here. Uh, so to me this is the logical step forward for the subgenre from Crumb Suckers. to the last album on our list of underrated 80s crossover thrash albums is 1989's Older Budweiser by Massachusetts act Gangrene. It was their uh, third album of the 80s and they were well known at the time for their tongue-in-cheek lyrics. So this is some uh, beer so good time crossover for the masses. Uh, so this album, uh, Older Budweiser, includes We Can Go, Church of Fun, and the immortal Bedroom of Doom.
that's it. Our list of 80s crossover hidden gems. I uh, hope you check out some or all of these. Uh, they're worthwhile, trust me. Uh, and remember, check in every Monday for our new release Mondays. Then Tuesdays, we have our In 40 Minutes episodes. Uh, Wednesdays, we have written uh, reviews, album reviews. And Thursdays, we have our top tens, best ofs, that sort of thing. And Fridays, we usually post live videos. And of course, you can find all that at www.themightydecibel.com. And uh, while you're there, hit that yellow uh, Discog store button, and that'll take you to our uh, store where you can buy some of the uh, DVDs, uh, CDs, cassettes, and vinyl that we have in stock here. Have a great one, eh?